Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. Welcome to another episode of So Far So Hood. Thank you for listening. We have a lot to talk about, all right? We got some things to get into. Nicki Minaj has released her new song, Do We Have a Problem? Featuring Lil Baby. In the video for that, oh, it's stunning. It's very much stunning. So we're going to talk all about that. Euphoria has been renewed for season three. And things are starting to look up for the Biden administration at the time of this recording. So yeah, we have a lot to get into. The topic for the day is going to be about speaking up and speaking your truth. And you know, I'm great at that. So I'm going to give you all my pointers. and I'm going to give you a few gems on how to be more comfortable speaking up. So I'm excited to talk about this new Nicki Minaj song. So let's go ahead and get into the weekly run up. I'm, I'm running. All right. I already got my shoes tied. Let's go. Now, to start off the weekly run-up, we have new Nicki Minaj music. Thank you, 2022. 2022, you you doing it right. You doing it right with the new music. I'm happy, all right? Are you happy about it? I'm happy. I know not everybody is a barb, but at this point, if you've been listening to this show, you know that I am a Nicki Minaj stan. So let's get into this. Do we have a problem? Nicki Minaj is in her bag. He's very much in her bag. You, you know it. You you know it. This video, if you have seen it, nine minutes long. Oh, she treated us well. She really treated us well. Nikki opened up about how for this video, she didn't want to just bust it wide open. You know, <laughs> she didn't just want to do an over-sexual video. She wanted to really tap into her... um her acting abilities and her acting skills. And that's what she did. This was very much action movie realness. I loved how in the end of the video, she quoted, said it, said it off. Like, girl, you really did the damn thing with this video. I love seeing Nikki act. All right. We need Nikki in more movies. We need Nikki in more TV shows. But the song, the music of it all. Nikki, Nikki has been doing something different when it comes to her writing skills. And you can tell. Also, her working with Lil Baby, I feel like that helped her making this comeback a lot. And they have a new song coming February 11th called Bussin'. So we're getting a back-to-back double feature, all right? Nicki Minaj is here. She's new and improved. And if you don't like it, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Now, some people do deserve a clean slate. And Nicki Minaj is somebody who... I believe in the eyes of many deserves a clean slate because last year, a lot of the things that went down with Nikki, they were, it was, it was very dumb. Like the vaccine stuff, all that, all those shenanigans, you know, it's a new year. Give my girl a chance. If you have the time, please, please stream. Do we have a problem? Because the shit is good. All right. Her, her rapping when she said this was for pop, this one for juice. Oh, I live, Nikki. I live, Nikki. And when Bussin comes out, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that shit. Euphoria has been renewed 
for season three and other news, which as it should, as it should, this season has doubled in viewership. Season one had about six million views. Season two of Euphoria is getting around 13 million views. It's a cultural reset. It very much is a cultural reset. In season three, it's going to be crazier, if not just as crazy as season two. So please bring that my way very soon because we waited a long ass time for season two of Euphoria because of the pandemic and all that stuff. So we should get season three of Euphoria very, very quickly. That would be something very, very good for, for society. That's what we need. Season three of Euphoria now. All right. Because, you know, these seasons be six episodes and shit and they be going to they be going by really, really fast. So we need it now. We need it now. In political news, things are starting to look up for the Biden administration as you have a total of nearly 500,000 new jobs being added in the month of January, which is way higher than what was projected due to the Omicron variant being spread throughout the month of January. So jobs are being added, all right? The job numbers for the Biden administration have been, it's been really decent so far. Also, COVID-19 cases are down 38% nationally from last week. Additionally, now this is the big news that I really wanted to talk about and to um show you my nerd abilities when it comes to foreign policy. The United States has successfully pulled off a counterterrorism attack in Syria, which has resulted in the death of the top ISIS leader. Now, this attack was months in the making, and it shows that Biden still has a good grip on things going on when it comes to foreign policy, because after the, the withdrawal of Afghanistan, Many people were saying that he didn't have a good hold on this stuff and the influence of America internationally was starting to fade. However, no, 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 no. President Biden was in the Situation Room during Wednesday when commandos landed in Syria to raid a three-story home surrounded by olive trees where the top leader of ISIS was living alongside his wife and family members. Now. This was a very anxious thing, as I could imagine. Like, if this were to go wrong, several things could have happened that would have been just as controversial as the Afghanistan withdrawal. However, when the explosion happened, which not only took out the leader of ISIS, but his family members, in addition, there was like, a shock over the Situation Room, which if you don't know, the Situation Room is where they watch all these raids and all these these big-time military missions. And, of course, Vice President Harris was in the Situation Room, which the important thing about having Vice President Harris in the room is just like when Joe Biden was Vice President, he likes to have Kamala Harris be the last voice in the room as he was the last voice in the room for President Barack Obama. So I, this is a very good thing for the Biden administration. And nobody is saying anything on the Republican side. The Republicans have not criticized anything because 
what is there to say? There's a very hushed tone when it comes to the Republicans. I haven't heard any criticism. I haven't seen anything like the leader of ISIS has been taken out by the United States. What, what What's going on? Is, is there is nobody going to clap? Is no one going to say anything wrong? What? I'm surprised. I'm surprised because, you know, the Republicans are always so quick to criticize the administration of Joe Biden. However, when something monumental like this occurs, dead silence, dead silence It's crazy. It really is crazy. In addition to this successful foreign policy mission, the Supreme Court nominations are underway. And before the month of February is over, we are going to have our first black woman nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States, which is a really big fucking deal. So the Biden administration, they have been stringing together these political wins one by one, as you've noticed. Speaking of political wins, there has also been political losses on the other side of the aisle with um, Pence and Donald Trump. They're fighting. The girls are fighting. Oh, the girls are fighting. In a speech in Florida, Mike Pence finally had the guts to speak out against former President Donald Trump because Donald Trump has been claiming that Mike Pence had the authority to overturn the election on January 6th. The fact that this thing is even in the... (laughs) This world is insane. Donald Trump lost the election very, very hard. All right, that's the thing that needs to be understood here before we even get into this story. Donald Trump lost the election very fairly because he was a bad candidate. Political feelings aside, he's just not good at delivering a concise and apparent message in his campaigning. And he's a trash candidate, and that's why he lost. However, they are still claiming that the election was fraudulent because that's their only saving grace to cover up the fact that Donald Trump is somebody who is very untalented when it comes to politics. Now, with that being said, Pence finally spoke out and said that Donald Trump was wrong for asserting the fact that Pence had the authority to overturn the election on January 6th. So this was a big thing because after four years of being Trump's yes man, Michael Pence has finally came out and said that, Donald Trump, you're out of your fucking mind. He didn't say it like that, but once you listen to his words, that's what he means. Not only did he say Donald Trump is wrong, but he said the idea that one man can overturn the will of millions of American voters is the most un-American thought that somebody could have. He called that shit un-American. Now, that's where I feel like the burn is. That's where the burn is. He called that orange man un-American, pretty much. Because you have to look through the the word, the words of what this man is saying, the word splice and the word analogies, because they put a lot of stuff in there to make it seem like they're not cussing each other out when they are. They are. And many people believe this has um doomed Mike Pence's 2024 election chances. I'm sure they were already doomed before this. It's just good that he finally said the, the truth. It's crazy how simply saying the true thing and expressing the facts that are directly stated in the Constitution is looked as brave and 
in this day and age, this is a news story. This is a hot headline because the truth is being assaulted by misinformation. The truth is being assaulted by people like Donald Trump who they just throw out a bunch of lies and they throw in a bunch of bullshit to make the situation more. They make the situation harder to understand. So the more people confused, the better. When no, 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 no. The truth is the most powerful thing in all these circumstances. And Mike Pence, as much as this man has been a flop of a politician, (laughs) he said the right thing. He did not have the constitutional authority to overturn the election. And nobody should have made any attempts at overturning the election. If anything, it's been Donald Trump and the Republican Party attempting to have the election interfered with by foreign powers in order to promote their own standing. So the fact that Joe Biden was able to win the election with the biggest popular vote win in a long, long time, it speaks to the fact that many people do not like Donald Trump. Many people do not appreciate the things that he says. And he's a very overrated figure. And the fact that he is the 2024 front runner is fucking exhausting because he's just not good at it. If you put aside the fact that you like him or if you or if you don't like him, he is just not good at what he does. <laughs> he is simply not good at it. He's not good at running for president. He's not good at being the president. It's just like, come on now. Y'all can do better than that. But can y'all? No. No, I don't think so. So the fighting in the Republican Party will continue throughout the year of 2022 and throughout the 2022 midterms because Donald Trump has been endorsing people all over. And one example of this is in Georgia. There is Brian Kemp, the, the current Georgia governor, who will be challenged by Republican David Perdue, who is the former senator from Georgia. And David Perdue has been endorsed by Donald Trump. So those two will be fighting in an election primary. And the winner will go on to face Stacey Abrams in the Georgia election. Now, those two, Brian Kemp and um, motherfucking David Perdue, they can fight it out. They can literally fight it out over the one issue of election claims. That's what they're, That's what the difference is. The difference is Brian Kemp certified the election and David Perdue wanted to overturn the will of millions of Georgia voters. So they're going to fight about that. And our girl, Stacey Abrams, she's going to be to the side talking about the things that actually need to be done in Georgia. So politics has been fucking insane. Been fucking insane. It's been very exhausting. So that's the end of our weekly run up. We're about to go into our topic, which is going to be all about speaking up and speaking your truth. All right. Because Respect yourself. That's how you respect yourself. Saying saying how you feel. Say it with your chest. All right. Say it with your chest. So we'll be right back after this quick break. So today's topic, I wanted to sit down and discuss the importance of 
speaking out and speaking your truth and all that good stuff. Now, people know I am the type to always speak my mind and to always be outspoken. That And that's because I was always raised to understand the fact that what I have to say is just as important as what the next person has to say. And what I have to say can actually change things. That's what people don't realize. The words that you say can cause a butterfly, butterfly effect that can change a whole sequence of events. Before you know it, that seven word sentence that you just spoke can change a whole timeline because that's how important it is that if you withhold your words, it can change things. And if you say those words, it can change things. And many people, they are often afraid to speak up. So let me let me give you some gems. All right. This life is way too short for people to not be 100% with what they feel on the inside and their legitimate opinions. I always talk about the importance of authenticity because I think that's the saving grace of many people being authentic to what you actually believe and not only actually believing it, but saying it and trying to encourage other people with what you believe, because that's how you spread faith. And that's how you spread hope. And that's how you actually make change. I don't understand how people, they will withhold certain information during certain events because they feel as though they cannot change the outcome, which is, that's what you're doing. You're not saying anything is what is actually changing the outcome. Now, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. There's different circumstances to where speaking up can be harder than other circumstances. Like, like, let's think about it. In retrospect to situations that you can control, I believe that in your personal relationships, in things that go on inside your own home, things that you might actually have legitimate power over to change, that's where it's very, very important to speak up because say you're in a friendship Two people, all right. Two people that's 50 50. One person withholding information that's automatically decreasing their 50% to 33%. You're already fucking it up, sis. You're already fucking up the union. You're already fucking up the union, sis, because you're not giving your, you're not giving your all. And I believe that it's very unfair to people who are in relationships and people who have best friends when they feel a certain type of way. And they withhold that information because it's like, girl, how are we ever going to make this 100% if you withhold too much information? And it's all from, it's all comes from a, a source of being afraid to open up and being afraid of how that person might react and what they're going to say. And da, 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 da. The, the key to being okay with, any type of reaction that a person is going to give you is to understand that. Oh, this is going to sound harsh. This is going to sound harsh. But I read this in a book. It said. We tiptoe. Safely to death. I was like, wow. I was like, damn, I was like, run that back. And I read it again. And it said we tiptoe safely to death. I was like, oh. Oh, that's that's really the tea. People really live this life and they play it safe and 
they refrain from saying certain things to quote unquote keep the peace when the last thing you need to do is keep the peace what needs to be done is shit needs to be kept right shit needs to be justified things should be more equitable just because life isn't fair doesn't mean life can't be right and people not saying things when they know things are wrong or when they know things can be made better by them simply speaking up it's a robbery it's 21st century robbery it's a robbery and if you actually care about those close connections in your life and you actually care about those personal relationships you would say what you need to fucking say to that person especially if you're upset with them you wouldn't sit down take the time to be like hey this is how I feel. There's multiple ways for you to express how you're feeling at that time. You can express it, express it through comedy. You can express it by being sad. You can express it by being angry. You can bring it up. You can be happy as a motherfucker, but still want to be serious about the topic. It's just important to bring it up and to understand that if that other person really rides for you, if that's really your best friend, if that's really your boyfriend, if that's really your girlfriend, they're going to understand what you're saying. And they're not going to make you feel uncomfortable. They're not going to make you feel like you're in an unsafe situation. Because if they do, if they do, you call me and I'm I'm playing. <laughs> but no, you need a bounce. If that's the case, you need a bounce. You don't ever need to be in a situation to where you can't speak up and you can't 100% be yourself and speak your truth. Now, when it pertains to situations that we can't control, like work, school, the world, all that crazy shit. Speaking up is very, very important as well. Due to the fact that it sets, it sets a very powerful example. When one person notices, notices something wrong and they're the person to actually get up on their feet and be like, hey guys, this shit is wrong. Other people take note of that. More than what you can ever know and more than what you can ever see. Because I've been in situations to where I can't control the outcome. I can't control how the system works. I can't control how people act. I can't control none of that. However, by me voicing my opinion and expressing when things have been unfair, people have come back to me and they've been like, Zach, you've actually been right about such and such and such. Zach, this actually turns out that this was correct. And it's because... I'm saying it because that's how I genuinely feel. There is no sense of negativity. Even though what I'm saying could be a negative critique, it's not coming from a place of negativity. Sometimes people are in negative situations and those negative details need to be, need to be pointed out to other people. And that doesn't make you the negative person. Never let anybody turn that around on you, all right? Just because you're talking about negative details does not make you a negative person. and it's always important to understand that what you feel is going to be your biggest superpower because not only do you have to speak up, but you have to deal with the backlash of speaking up. You have to deal with the, the consequences of what, what you're saying might not always be received well by other people. In fact, other people might actually be really, really pissed off with the words that you are saying, but when you actually voice your fucking opinions from a place where you feel it 100%, you're going to be able to always defend what you feel. You're always going to have your facts and your proof ready because you know what the fuck you're talking about. Now, people who 
they they want to talk and they want to speak up and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like a lot of Republicans in in this modern political era, that that right there, that's disturbing. That's very disturbing because you have the bravery to speak up, but you're just lying. All right, that's psychotic. That right there, that's psychotic. People always remember those who spoke out against injustices. Like think about those during the civil rights movement who at that time, though it was fucking terrifying to speak their truth, they did it anyways. They said this shit is not right. And people lost their lives. People lost their property. People lost money. People were put in jail. And you have situations to where all you got to fucking do is tell your homegirl or your boyfriend that you don't like what's going on and motherfuckers out here scared. Why? 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 I understand why someone would be. Not only is there so much power in the words that you speak, but there's so much power in the way that you say them and the way that you speak to another person can completely change how they take in the information that you're giving them. And that's what I've had to learn over the years because it's always the best to go to a conversation to listen, but go to a conversation also ready to speak your mind and to speak your truth and to defend what you actually feel. But listening is always the key because you already know how you feel. You already know how you're dealing with the situation now. It's the time for you to listen out for that other person and to be now the word nice, the word nice, that that word is that's a very rocky word. Kind being kind is always the the best route. Now, there's certain situations where you just be pissed off and you just say what you have to say. And it comes with being a human being. It happens. It happens. Sometimes people wake up and they're going through so much that when they finally have been pushed to the brink and they explode with what they feel. It's not always going to come out so pretty. It's not always going to be the most well put together string of sentences. However, that's why (laughs) that's why it's important to when you feel something in that moment, go ahead and bring it up. When you feel something during that second, express it because putting it back and holding it in. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. You gonna go off on somebody. Who you gonna cuss out? Who you gonna cuss out? Because I want to see you end up cussing somebody the hell out. Oh, girl. (laughs) But for real, y'all don't be afraid to speak up and speak your truth because there's different ways to do it. There's so many different routes and don't believe that what you have to say won't change things because it will. It will. Now, out of everything I just told you, if you remember nothing else, remember this. This life is way too short for you to play it safe. Way too short. Way too short. Be the difference, motherfucker. Be the difference. Be the difference, motherfucker. Change the situation. Especially if you want it to change, please change it for yourself. Simply by speaking words. It's crazy. It's, cra- it's magic, actually. It's very much magic. So that's the end of our topic. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with Zach. Excellent.
We are back with Zach Excellence of the Week. This week, Zach Excellence is dedicated to Elise Maxi. Elise Maxi is a human rights campaign foundation youth ambassador. And this organization was designed to amplify the importance of teen voices and young adult voices as they engage with helping the human rights campaign improve the lives of LGBTQ youth at home, at school, at work, and beyond. Elise Maxi is somebody who seeks to inspire queer people of all ages. And she understands the importance of coming out stories and how coming out can be a very transitional point in somebody's life. She goes to Prairie Review A&M University, where she majors in marketing and legal studies. Now, after the Breonna Taylor injustice, Maxie did something really amazing. She planned a protest, which was only going to have like 30 people in the march. But as the march began, the crowd grew to over 150 individuals. So that can be very difficult to organize a, a protest from a small group of people into nearly triple that number. That's amazing. That's amazing work. She discusses her activism by stating, my main goal is to reach out to people who are like me, the people in their 20s who are still trying to figure out their identity and their sexuality or who haven't come out to their families and they're 21 years old. People tell me they love how open and free I am and they tell me their stories. And that means a lot to me. I'm not just a role model for the youth. I'm a role model for people who haven't come out yet and who don't feel comfortable enough to come out. And the people who feel so overlooked. We are so pressured to come out before we're ready. I never want people to come out before they are ready. And those are important words from Zach Excellence of the week. Elise Maxie. We have come to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more So Far So Hood, go to the show Instagram at So Far So Hood Show. If you want to see more of your beautiful host, Zach Iconic Thomas, you can go to my Instagram at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas. And yeah. Tune in with me next week so we can make sure our lives stay so far, so hood. Next week is actually the season finale, by the way. Can y'all believe it? It's been 12 weeks at this point. That's crazy. Time flies. Time flies. It never stands still. 